It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, None of Us Are Free. And our scripture reference for today is taken from Exodus chapter 12, verses 21 through 28. And as always, may the Lord add his blessing to the hearing and reading of his holy word. How much do we truly understand freedom? For most of us, freedom means the ability to do whatever we want. We say that now because, like we used to say as kids, this is a free country. The reality is that freedom is not about me trying to do whatever I want. That's not freedom. That's either tyranny or childishness. True freedom seems to be connected to our ability and willingness to live with the responsibility to choose our actions and the consequences that stem from them. True freedom is important to God. The Lord heard the cry of his people in Egypt. They were in slavery. As a result, God sent Moses to Pharaoh to tell him to let my people go. Of course, God wanted them free from oppression, but he also wanted them free to worship. Moses was to tell Pharaoh, let my people go so that they may worship me. For the Christian heart, true freedom is found in worship of God. Oh, how I wish we understood that more. If we did, there'd be no way we'd let so much other stuff get in the way of our walk with God. But what about people who don't live in a free country like ours? Is it possible for them to have freedom? Are they destined to live without freedom because of where they live? Perhaps in some regard, yes, at least they won't be able to experience freedom like many of us in the U.S. do. Thankfully, there are movements around the world where people are standing up for freedom against tyranny and oppression. And whether we realize it or not, their freedom, or lack of it, is linked to ours. We do well to understand freedom from this perspective, since it seems to relate to the kind of freedom God desires for all humanity. During a recent Youth Sunday School class, we were studying the words of John the Baptist. John testified that Jesus was the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I asked why John didn't say sins of the world. To be sure, each of us has our sins. Those are the specific things we think, do, or don't do that dishonor God. Scripture talks about that. But was John turning our attention to another kind of sin? Not that John wasn't thinking about our turning from God, just that John was thinking about our collective turning away from God. Jesus saved us from that, I think, by freeing us to know him fully. My heart was strangely warm when one of the young people replied to my question like this, is it because we are connected? I'm not sure that young man realized what a powerful idea he had caught on to. Seems to me our freedom might be better understood in light of the freedom other people have yet to experience, both spiritually speaking and otherwise. And in some way, that is a part of the work as God's people, to cry out to God for the freedom of all his children. There's a line from a song I love that says, none of us are free if one of us are chained. 
Besides hearing from God, I'm convinced that's part of what Moses felt as he continued to stand against Pharaoh. He wrestled with the reality that his people were not free, and that meant, in a way, he was not either. You and I may live in a free country, but even here it's clear not everyone is free. Do we sit by and let that be true? Or do we stand with God for his people to be free? Being a peacemaker isn't easy because our world doesn't want God's peace. But we must stand with God against oppression and injustice. Will you do that? And how else can we be free?